0: So that's on my list and, and top of mind as we go into next year is taking this baby that we've created. That sounds a little weird, uh, but uh, <laughs> taking <laughs> taking it to the next level. Oh, the Success Flow baby. Now we got to come up with a name <laughs> for this that's little guy. Cool. Welcome to the Success Flow podcast, where our mission is simple, to be better each day and relay our findings with other relentless humans defining success for themselves. If that sounds like you, let's begin. All right, back at it with the Success Flow podcast. And upon this release, we're approaching the peak of the most wonderful time of the year. And for this episode, I think we're going to talk through some of the ideals surrounding the holidays. We are going to take the, um, the perspective of Christmas because that's what we both celebrated, but know that we have a number of, of different uh, holiday traditions being celebrated, but really trying to uh, during this time of the year get the thoughts of a reflection of of what 's gone well this year as we spend time with loved ones and also start gearing up for our goals going into next year uh, uh, as we approach uh, uh, not only uh, Christmas but uh, uh, new year's Eve as well so getting this kicked off. I I was curious if you had ever heard of some of the we all know uh, Santa Claus from like the Coca Cola commercials and how it was kind of commercialized. But do you, have you ever heard of some of the theories beyond just like Saint Nicholas from the Roman times? Have you heard of any of these kind of uh, uh, theories on on Santa and how he may have? evolved from um, some agaric mushrooms
1: in the Nordic regions? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know any backstory of uh, hallucinogenic <laughs> Santa Claus, uh, or you know whatever <laughs> he was into back in his college days maybe. Um, but no, I, I, you may have some stories that you have to share because I, I, I don't know anything about this.
0: Yeah, I just found it interesting uh, that If you think of the, it's actually the agaric mushroom and that it's typically depicted in like Super Mario Brothers, the red and white, just like Santa's outfit and the actual, you know, Santa's outfit and Alice in Wonderland, that type of mushroom. And that the, that appearance with the, the red and white attire, also that they were, you know, growing on trees, like we put the ornaments on trees And that reindeer are actually eat these mushrooms. So you get reindeer flying after eating the mushrooms. There's there's that. And uh, yeah, it was just a very interesting article that we can maybe link in the show notes for our readers that are curious about this more um, interesting version of the
1: origins of Santa Claus and Christmas. That's funny. Yeah, I've never heard of that, but uh, I can visualize that mushroom. I've had a lot of Mario Kart days. I was always Toad or Yoshi, one (laughs) of the two. (laughs) And uh, that's funny. I did not know that. I mean, obviously, Santa Claus and Christmas, you have, you know, Christmas is, you know, from a religious aspect of birth of Jesus. And, and, uh, you know, I remember growing up and then some church stuff where Santa, uh, believe it or not, the same letters spell Satan, which they told us was, uh, you switch around the later letters and it was like a distraction from what Christmas was really truly about, which, you know, everyone has their own beliefs and different things. But I remember growing up in uh Christmas morning or the night before Christmas Eve, um, and literally getting so sick to my stomach and puking because I was so excited for the next day that, uh, I couldn't handle <laughs> my, my, I I could, I just couldn't handle it. I I couldn't sleep. I was like, just a very excited little boy, (laughs) let's say. And um, we had great Christmases growing up. My, you know, I was blessed to have a a great family and my, you know, mom always did a a great job making sure us kids uh, had, had presents and things like that to wake up to. And so it's just a fun time, definitely a fun time of year, no matter how you celebrate Christmas. It's just all the joy and the, and, and, and the happiness and, and the people you're around. It also can bring you know some sadness too. It's a time of reflection and things happen throughout you know your life, and some people are with us still, and some people aren't, and you know that's that's obviously a challenging time when you want to be close. But at the at the crux of it all, I think spending time with friends and family and being close and and making a, a season of joy. Um, there's no better holiday than than Christmas, in my opinion. I mean, I, Thanksgiving. We had an episode what last month, obviously that. We said Thanksgiving was our bet favorite holidays. Football and food and drinks and you know, I, there's just something about Christmas, though. I think with the season and the lights and decorating, and if you're in cold weather environment, you have the snow and you know, it's a there's a look to it, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great time of year.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. It sounds like we were there's a reason we're doing this podcast together because we were very similar uh as kids. I I just loved it so much. My family. Uh, was extremely into the holidays. It was like Santa's workshop inside both my house and my my grandmother's house where we spent a lot of that time. We were at church a lot for uh, pageants and Christmas specials. It was just nonstop that time of year and to your point it for a while in my life it was a really sad portion just because of you know losing those that are close to you and those memories. Are not the same. You have to put that effort in to rebuild your own traditions. My sister and I have talked about that a lot. Paul and I have talked about it. How it's so important that even you, you remember the great times, but it's it's your role to really recreate um, recreate those traditions and and adapt them to your life right now and the, the kids that are around you uh, to recreate those memories for others. So uh, uh, love that we were on a similar page there. Uh, <clears throat> I know we talk about the the commercial aspect of Christmas a lot, that it's become, you know, kind of a a, a materialistic mindset. You see some of the post-Thanksgiving shopping and the I wants and, and I needs in the material world. But I think we're going to kind of put a spin on today and talk to the kind of a goal setting uh, a goal setting perspective on what do i want out of the next year and what am i willing to put the work in to do on the next year based on the learnings i have from this year and years past so on that what are what are you asking santa claus flying with reindeer or not <laughs> what are you asking santa for for 2024?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm glad you put it, you know, spun it that way of, you know, your wish list when you were a kid. And the reason why we were so excited is because we got to unwrap our presence and they were materialistic things, right? It was the Game Boy, right? When we were kids oh, or the, the first cell phone, you know, the first time you got a cell phone, like the very, you know, we were, we were that generation, right? Or your landline Nintendo phone, Nintendo 64, <laughs> Yeah. Or, or maybe a, a VCR <laughs> in your room or a DVD player. You know, like those things were so cool when you're kids. But, you know, we obviously grown up um, and you're for me, it's not materialistic really at all. I, I spend all my money on experiences. It's either food, drink, experience, travel and or or what I can do to better myself. And uh so those I wants for the Christmas wish list, um, those goals going into 2024, it's a great time of year to kind of put that list together and give the gift to yourself. So the first one I'm going to kick off with is. It's. I've got some big, big goals, and maybe if it doesn't happen in 2024, it's going to be soon thereafter. So within the next 12 to 18 months, um, I, I'm ready to publish a book. Uh, it's, it's something that I really want to become an author. I spent a lot of time this year writing, um, and so a big I want that I would like to turn into an in I am is an author uh, this time next year.
0: Love that. <clears throat> no, it's been in the making and the effort you put on that. And no, it's not a if it's it's a it's a when. I love that. Um on on my list, I, I'm really excited for where our the area of growth in my current accounts uh in in my role selling software and really leveling up and seeing which customers that I haven't been able to serve yet really spending this time to identify that white space and look at who have I not reached who have I not been able to evangelize the software with what problems can I solve there and I just see this time of year turning the page with with a, a, a fresh year um, in some challenging times to really go after and, and continue that mission hard and very top of mind uh, for me this year on my list uh, as, as option one that's that's very 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 top of mind so.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. So that that'll entail a little more travel, I would imagine, and just kind of be in there with your customers, um, and you know, dedicating that time. So maybe you add some miles, and then you can parlay that into some vacations with Paula as well. <laughs> that could be a that could be a twofold. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. I, mean, I think these I wants, um, you know, it, it's a way to better ourselves and better our career and, gr- and better our craft and. Um, you know, coming from a business standpoint, you know another big I want is we've built the foundation of our payroll business pretty solid and organic growth, and and we're at the level now. It's like, okay, what? How do we how do we get grow faster? How do we get more at bats? How do we become bigger? And and our vision is always to become the premier local payroll provider here in Phoenix, Arizona. And so, an I want for us this year is to look at acquiring a business and having the means to do that and working with the right partners to make that happen. Um, we've got some really great things technology-wise coming out in 2024 that clients are going to absolutely love. And I think there's an opportunity here with a lot of uh, baby boomer business owners that have had businesses for a long time. And there's local payroll companies around here that and accounting firms that have payroll divisions and whatnot that are going to be looking to get out of the business and they're not going to want to do it forever. And so I think those opportunities are starting to present themselves. And so uh, positioning ourselves to be ready um, for when they come, I think that would be an, a very intriguing experience to go through an acquisition process on the buyer side um, and add some huge value to more small businesses here in the Phoenix area. That's a big, I want for this next year, 12 to 18 months or so. And And now it's, you know, the preparation for that. How do we, how do we gear, how do I what are all the questions? Who are the people I need to meet with? Who are the, who are the people that have gone through this process? Who can I learn from? And, and so that's kind of the prep work that's going on right now to see what that all looks like. Um, and then again, it's finding the right partners to uh, and the right deal to structure um, for that acquisition.
0: Love it. Right on, right on pace there with the missions that we're on, business growth being top of mind and getting strategic on how you're going to go about that. I I love that. I think another, I mean, another thing on my uh, Christmas list. Uh, as we put it for this episode, is taking this podcast to the next level. It's been an awesome year, but I know we have quite a roster of guests that we've been been working with on schedules. And it's going to be an awesome year to take it to the next level. We'll be figuring out how to grow the exposure more and really level up our game here as we continue to spread the word of the 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 flow to success for each individual and how they're defining it for themselves. So that's on my list and and top of mind as we go into Next year is taking this baby that we've created. That sounds a little weird, uh, but uh, <laughs> taking <laughs> taking it to the next level.
1: Oh, the successful baby! Now we got to come up with a name <laughs> for this that's little funny. guy, dude. It, it, Bamboo seedling. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's what it's about, right? We planted the seed, and it's the it's the nurturing and the sunlight and the the time and. Just continuing down the path and the consistency and eventually the bamboo forest will form. And you're right. This has been a lot of fun. And this will be episode 30 that we're going to be dropping. It's 30 weeks straight of getting an episode out, a show. And at the end of the day, it's conversation. We're just having conversation. So it's not that this part is the hard part. uh, This part is the fun part. The hard part is the consistency, right? Just making sure that we can continue down this path. Um, but we're 30 weeks in, it's like, what do they say? You do something for three weeks and it all of a sudden becomes a habit and now, and then it becomes your identity and the successful podcast has definitely become an identity for each of us. Um, and we do have some amazing guests lined up coming up. We've gotten people to reach out or say, yeah, you know, I've been listening to what you're up to and I like, I like what you're doing and I'd love to jump on. Um, we're going to level our game up big time. That's a great one. I'm right there with you, brother.
0: Love it. Love it. What's next on your list?
1: Well, I'll parlay that into the flow stuff I've been working on. Um, you know, I have spent the last year really kind of defining what that looks like. And I've tried different things and I, I'm still defining. It'll always be redefined. That's the beauty of what flow is and, and having an open mind and and just taking a look and recognizing good opportunities that align. It doesn't have to be any one thing. And so it'll always evolve. Um, but I, I do want to start spending some time, really getting into um, the workshops and speaking engagements uh, at conferences or um, of various events, and actually t- monetizing that uh, to bring awareness to everything that I'm doing um, within the payroll and HR space. Um, but having and, and opening more doors and meeting more people through those types of speaking engagements. Um, you know, just like with this podcast, we have—I have, uh, have the storybook, the newsletter that goes out weekly—and I've gotten feedback from people who are really enjoying that. I, I don't have very many people unsubscribe. Um, I, I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's very, very low. And it's been encouraging to see some of the feedback I get from those, and it's opened more doors. But like, I really like what you're what you're putting out there. I'm throwing an event. I'd love for you to come speak. And then now I have the opportunity because I've done some of this. Say. So, Perfect. I'd love to. Here's my fee and see where that takes me. Right. And it doesn't have to be an extraordinary amount, but those reps have been made this year to have those workshops and have those speaking opportunities and doing it pro bono. Now it's time to kind of put that into action. I'm excited about that. So instead of I want to become a speaker uh, or let's say a paid speaker, uh, I am a paid speaker this time next year.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> Another one that I know that's not uh, an if, it's a when. And uh, that work is is going to continue strong into next year and, and become even more present. Another one on my list is really dialing in and continuing my, my jujitsu journey. It's been a real learning year for that. And I've realized the parallels to life within it are just immense and that it is not uh, an instant gratification. Uh, sport or game and uh, I love it, but trying to not trying to going to take it to the next level in that training to to really uh, progress in the the art and sport so uh, upping the training sessions and uh, just continuing that journey is going to be a big part of my my twenty twenty four and, uh, no, I'm surrounded by some great guys in that gym to, to really level up and keep training and and get better and,
1: and more proficiency in the craft. I love it. I can't wait to see you on the mat with Zuck one day, uh, <laughs> grappling <up laughs> back and forth, man. I don't know. That's, that's a great one for you. I, you've sent, uh, I, I haven't seen you in action. You'll have to get a tournament on the books so we can all come and support you. We'll have our big billboard signs and uh, you know, be cheering you on, but I, I've seen pictures after, and you look pretty beat up, but I know you love it. <laughs> <laughs> Not beat up in the in because you're getting your butt kicked or maybe you are, I don't know, but it's just, you're sweating I, your ass off. And it's, I, I know it's a big workout for it's sure. It's
0: a lot of tapping out up to this point. That's for sure. As the first, <laughs> uh, the first year or, or two goes. So we'll
1: continue. Yeah. We'll just
0: be keeping at it before I invite you to any, uh, any sparring rounds.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, you've been doing awesome with that, and I, I can follow along with that as well. I've had a big uh, mindset shift in terms of my health journey this year, and obviously want to keep that going going into twenty twenty four. I have a goal of be being in the best shape of my life to feel like an athlete again. Uh, I'll be turning thirty eight next month, so it's you know approaching that big old four zero, which is kind of funny. You know, remember when you were kids and you like hear someone having the over the hill party at forty, and you thought how old they oh, were? Yeah. And you're like, you're they're ancient, right? And now here, I, you know, a couple of years away and I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Like 40's not, like it feels like I'm 25 still. And maybe because of this last year, you know, maybe because of the last year, the health journey that I've been on, had I been going down the same path uh, that I was on, you know, a year or two ago, it might've gotten worse or deteriorated a little bit faster or whatever. But dude, I've been the same weight this entire year. It's the first time in my entire life that I've been consistent with my weight every single day of the year. I have not fluctuated at all. And that's purely because of the workouts that I'm doing, the strength training that I'm doing, and now training for my fifth half marathon. And so I think going to 2024, just doubling down on that, right? Like I've had that identity shift. So now it's like, it's go time. And we've talked about this year being the year of Michael Jordan, 23, and next year being the year of Kobe Bryant, 24. So I'm dubbing next year is the year of mamba mentality. It's go time. The
0: business athlete. I love it. I love it. I uh I think the the other one that uh, th- we we're, we're going on 5 years of of marriage Paula and I, which is crazy when you talk about how time is is passing. And that being you know we've started I know that you and Kim do a good job of this of of really being lockstep and check-ins on your goals. And with Paula and I being both so career-driven, we operate at a parallel and we're always checking in with each other and and providing guidance there, but really taking our planning for life uh, as a team to the next level, more consistent check-ins. And really after five years of marriage, checking in and saying, where are we at? I mean we we do this day to day, but again, if you're not intentional about it and really talking about all of the things that you're growing toward you're that's where things can get sticky right People can you know grow apart, which we are not at all. I don't think we've ever been more lockstep and have improved each other so much, but really honing in on our long term plan together she she knows the the mission that I'm on, and I know her commitment to science and and her career but really getting clear on where that overlaps and and just, you know, more systemizing, not only with her, but that's my theme for next year. Im- systems improvement, not just, you know, continuing to execute on what's worked up until now, but really fine tuning is going to be a big theme for next year, building off this year that was create over consume. That was my big theme for this year. And I'm pretty proud of of what we've done here. The, the writing I've done the the work on the uh in my sales craft to to really produce and next year is is going to be a year of fine-tuning while continuing to to uh execute on the practices that have implemented this year
1: that's awesome yeah I mean Kim and I celebrated 13 years this year and it's communication is the number mm-hmm. one thing I can point it towards right it's it, it the, the love is there uh we've we've got the two kiddos and so we're always busy and things can get lost or whatever but at the end of the day it's it's you two, right? You're you're the one that started together, and so if, you know the communication piece. When life gets busy, your career, your kids, or whatever that comes at you, um, that's huge. That, I think that's what, in my opinion, is what keeps it going, keeps the flame going, is when you're on the same page, right? When you're assuming one thing versus another, um, I think that's a great goal, and I'm I'm happy to hear that about you guys. I, I remember that wedding in 2019 and uh i can't believe it's been or coming up on 5 years that's wild how fast i feel like the early 20s were just like the early 2000s like it was like the decade that doesn't exist it's just <laughs> it's a war you know like co- it, yeah it's like we're already at 2024 in the mid mid 20s it's just just wild but yeah communication's key man that's a, at least what i can attribute our our success to so far this year um or these last 13 years i would say uh so that's that's a good one um yeah, families. Uh, that's as my kids continue to grow up and get older, it, it there's it pre- presents. Uh, I think it's always hard. It just the challenges change, and it, when they're little babies to toddlers to children to now, my son's going to be going to mil- uh, middle school next year as a sixth grader. Like we're getting to the teenager years that are you know coming up, and every single day presents a challenge. And I think communication goes a long way with your children as well. So for, for any of the listeners out there that have children being present and having that communication with them, uh, is, is huge and it's not easy. It's, it's very difficult, um, at times cause there's no manual for this stuff. Um, so I think just put an emphasis on no matter how busy you get in the year to come, um, those closest to you, whether it's your spouse or your children or your aunt, uncle, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, whatever, uh, reach out and, and, uh, you know, check in on them and make sure you're there for them. Cause it's. It's hard to do when we get busy and on our own lives, we, we talk about focusing on ourselves to be the best impact on others and, and, you know, still remembering to reach out to those that are working on themselves as well. Absolutely,
0: man. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> I think uh, the the last thing that I'm going to mention on on my list is, is... Really back to, I know that the listeners hear a lot of this, but but really taking Junto to the next level. I think we're in a really special spot with that group building off last year's summit, not just last year's summit, but the whole work that's been put up to this point. We're really at an inflection point to create something really awesome to impact the community and really dialing that in over the course of next year before we head into summit so that we go Quantum and and take it to a true next level, just not incremental. I really think we're on the uh, a, a turning point and a pivot there for that group, and that's one of the last things on my list is to really go into that that summit strong with all the challenges that we've all brought to the table and are working on as a, individually as a group and seeing that come together as a power uh, is is also on my list.
1: That's a big one. Um, I'm I, obviously as a member of that group, as a partner of that group, I couldn't agree more. Dude. So I was in Vegas, uh, for the Vikings Raiders game, the worst game in history, by the way, (sighs) three, nothing. Uh, It was brutal. They couldn't even move the ball under anybody that took the under on
0: that game was
1: locked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and Vikings were favored three. So it ended up being a push. Uh, so they, but the, the guy, we were there with uh, Kim's sister and her boyfriend, her boyfriend, Adam, he lives in Bismarck, North Dakota. And I had just mentioned like, just, Oh yeah, this group in part of Junto, and he looks and he's like, "Did you say Junto?" And I say, "Yeah." And he's like, "There's a group in Bismarck that's they call themselves Junto." And I go, "Really?" And I go, "What do they, you know, what do they do?" Like, what? They, and I guess they're similar entrepreneurial mindset guys, but they may, may they're like all angel investors. They all collectively invest in businesses that will um, provide and build the community. And build the economy in Bismarck. And they are doing like some big, big stuff. And so I asked Adam, I said, hey, who's, you know, Is he said he got an invite to go to a meeting next month. And I go, you should go. Because Adam's an entrepreneur. He, owns, he actually does a really cool business with uh, ATM machines and gamings. And he works with all, like, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of uh, bars and restaurants and things like that up and through Minnesota and North Dakota and Nevada. And um, But I said, you should, you need to go to that meeting and let me know how it goes. And I'd love an introduction to talk to one of the guys over there just to kind of pick their brain on what they're doing, letting them know what we're doing. Uh, But I just thought that was cool because it's not like a nationwide Junto association. We just built the one here in Phoenix. And then there's another group in Bismarck that just built one in Bismarck, like just because of the similar ideologies and whatnot. And I just thought that was a really cool conversation. So it'd be interesting to see how many other Junto groups there are around the country.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's something that, that we'll have to have to wrap on with the group.
1: Yeah. What's what's last on your list, dude? Uh last on my list, uh, this is something that I know you have done a lot. I have not. Um I no other reason other than I just felt like it wasn't in the budget. But uh this year I'm finally making the decision to really go all in and invest in myself and figure out a coaching program um as a Uh, kind of a taster into working with mentors outside of my circle of influence, meaning paying someone who has done, who has shown success. And I've heard from others that have been successful going through those programs and finding the right opportunity for me to invest in that and gain some insight to build out what I want the rest of my life to look like. And so I'm really excited about it. And that's, that's a big one that I think will happen in Q1. Uh, for me this year. Um, and I've narrowed it down to a couple couple of programs that I think I'm going to get involved with. And then it will then continue on from there. But just kind of roadmapping stuff out. I would love to hear before we wrap, um, you've done this before. You've done a lot of these different things. You're a part of some of these groups. And just in a quick 60 seconds, two minutes or whatever, uh, the benefits that you've gotten from it.
0: Absolutely, and that's a <clears throat> that was not a Christmas gift, but a wedding gift I gave myself. Uh, was was hiring my first coach uh, to take a look at. It. He was a performance coach, but we wound up taking a look at all of the things holistically that were interesting to me or holding me back, and it made a whole lot of changes. And what you're doing with a coach is you're paying someone to hold you accountable to what you truly want and look for your blind spots. You don't even realize you have them, but having these conversations and putting pen to paper and talking through what you say you want and what you really want and seeing what misaligns, there's there's nothing like it. So doing your due diligence like you are, finding someone that you trust and that you don't want to let down. Someone that's in the place that you want to be that can... People are always looking for silver bullets. There's no better silver bullet than finding someone who's in the place you want to be and letting them know about the landmines that you might be approaching and avoiding. And so I've obviously... I've been in your ear about it for a while. I'm so excited. You're not going to be the same if you go into an intentional coaching relationship and show up and play all out because it is the only silver bullet that I really know of besides the the health business athlete practices we talk about, having someone to talk through that on a week-to-week basis is just, it's a game changer. And everyone should be doing it that has any type of goal, which is hopefully every listener on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm excited for it. It's it's mentally committing to something that's been there for a long time. And and then now once that, that mental capacity to say, yeah, I'm doing it, then it's just pulling pulling the trigger and making it happen. And Uh, that's, that's a big one for me. And I think it almost was a little bit like, oh, I could, I can do this on my own. I can do this on my own for so long. Right. And it's like, well, why, you know, it, that's the mindset shift that we've been having in the last few years is you don't need to go at it alone, work on yourself, but there's others that are working on themselves too, that can help you work on yourself. Right. And so I think that's a, a big, um, a big mindset shift for me personally, but yeah, I loved it. That, That was a great Christmas Wish list, if you will. So for those listeners that are out there, I think uh, you know make up a wish list for yourself and make 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 it more about goals than than uh, materialistic items. Um, but I think that's a wrap on this on this pod, dude.
0: That's the pod. We'll be back at you next week with uh, with a little bit uh, different perspective from someone else. This one was a lot about us, but appreciate you listeners like, subscribe, reach out to us with what you want to hear, and we'll be back at you next week.